you have just entered the Man Cave. Uh, hey, thanks for joining us here in the Man Cave on Muscle Monday. I am Brad. And I am Terry. And make sure to check us out online over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube. But if you want that full no-bullshit experience and the ability to win prizes, and more specifically, send your money to a good cause, you're going to have to subscribe to us over on Patreon. We'll talk about that more here in a minute. Yeah, so we are still going through all the different muscle groups yeah. for our Muscle Monday uh, we've done, series. We've done what? Chest, legs. And we did back. And back. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about one of my, probably my least favorite day <laughs> in the gym, and that's shoulder day. And it's not my least favorite because I don't like working them. Mm-hmm. Um, it is my least favorite in terms of it is the toughest day. So I don't know if least favorite yeah. is is the phrasing I would use, but it is, in my opinion, the hardest day that uh, in the gym. Harder like, than leg day? I, I would wager it is. I, I live on the, the thought process of if you ever meet somebody who says they like shoulder day, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. Because every single rep on shoulder day fucking hurts. It is just excruciating pain throughout the entire thing. Not because I'm injured in any way like that. It's just the the movements that you do on shoulder when you're working your shoulders. Um, the size of the muscles is a small muscle group. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that combined, just it is every exercise is very very difficult. Yeah, I usually like to think of my shoulder day as kind of splitting it into two different ways. Right, I have um, the pushes. Yep. Right. Of more of like the delts, right? Your your overhead presses, your lateral raises. And then I like to turn and focus, not to get too much on the exercises, because we're going to dive into the, as we've been doing, our, our, our favorite killer exercises or whatever you want to put yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but then I like uh, to also throw in there like some uh, upright rowing and some rear delts in there. And I kind of look at that as almost two different, I do it on the same day. Yeah. But two different uh, types of, of workouts to, to hit your shoulder area. You can't forget that. I think a lot of people, when they think shoulders, they just think lateral raises, overhead press. Yeah. And you forget about, you can also work your traps. And I, I throw rear delts and, and shoulder day, not on back day. I, I mix it up a little bit. So the split I'm on right now, I do the same that you do, right? I work my, my traps and rear delts on shoulder day. Um, but I sometimes switch over to a different split where I'll work my chest my front delt and my medial delt on the same day. And then I'll work my rear delt and traps on back day. Mm-hmm. So it, it removes a dedicated shoulder day from the split and the, the ergonomics of your body that the split where you combine your shoulder day into those two days makes sense in yeah. terms of the way the muscles work together. Um, but I, I don't think there's any negatives to doing it with a dedicated shoulder day and working your rear delt and traps on that day. I, I feel like traps especially is one of those muscle groups that you can hit every single day. Yeah, there's a lot of exercises that you just, uh, in general, if, you, if you're if you picking up and holding on to something heavy, yeah. you're you're using your traps to keep to keep that weight up. Yeah. So, there, yeah, there's a lot of days that you're realistically working your traps. I think there's a lot of people out there that don't necessarily do even dedicated trap exercises right specifically but i mean like you do a deadlift you're fucking using your traps to fucking to do that they 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 say that doing a deadlift is one of the best exercises to train your traps yeah just because 
that is when your traps are going to have the most weight stress on them. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Send it. You go first. Okay. So going with the split of you kind of have to me like almost two different ways of doing doing your back day. I'm going to yeah. go with way number two with traps and your rear delt. Uh, rear delt. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people, when you say, when you think working traps, first thing that comes to mind is loading up as much possible weight as they can and doing a, some kind of a shrug real right. fast. Just yep. shrug, 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 shrug. And like, oh yeah, get my traps. Well, I think you're, you, you are working your traps. Don't yeah. get me wrong. You yeah. are. But I think you're in very inefficiently working your traps. And I think one of the most missed exercises to really work your traps, a straight up farmer's carry. Just picking up some heavy weight, picking it up, and go for a stroll. Yeah, I can't tell you the last time I've done those. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like if you, again, it's that when you are holding something heavy, you're engaging your traps to keep that held up. Yeah. So if you just pick up heavy shit and go for a leisurely stroll with it for as long as you can and keep doing that, it's one of the best effective ways to work your traps. You're getting some good time under tension with needing to hold that up rather than just split second time under tension when you're doing shrugs. I mean, it, does it look cool to grab the hundreds and shrug, shrug, shrug? Sure. But if you really want to grow them and get some real strength in there, grab heavy weight and go for a walk with them. I think that, that that'll be way more effective on, on working those traps than any other type of shrug that you're going to do. Yeah. And I think uh, part of the reason that's true is because we we always work out the trap by holding it at the contraction. If if you're doing it and you're going to hold it anywhere, you usually hold it at the contraction, right? But um, similar to with calves, right? Your That muscle is very used to that contraction because mm-hmm. whenever that muscle activates, it's v- extremely contracted, right? So it, it requires a lot of punishment to train it by training at that contraction. Yeah. Um, that's why with with calves and traps alike, it's a good practice to hold the weight at the bottom of the rep when the muscle completely stretches mm-hmm. just to to give it some weight stress at a at a different point in the exercise than what it's used to. Yeah. So yeah. what's yours? Let's go shoulder day for Terry. Well, I'm going to leave out any kind of presses, okay. right? Because I mean, my go-to is always going to be dumbbell shoulder press. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've done the last few shoulder days uh, that I've really liked is they're my lateral raises, right? But I do them seated mm-hmm. and I don't use that much weight. And a lot of people, I, I see it all the time where people are like, oh, I'm going to try to lateral raise, you know, the 40s or the 45s, right? Mm-hmm. And like, listen, I, I can, if I stand up and do a single arm lateral raise, I can grab the 55s, right? Like I can do that. But how much work am I really getting out of that? It's one of those exercises that it's extremely easy to cheat on. Yeah. So I try to eliminate the factors that allow me to cheat. That's why I sit down when I do it, right? Mm-hmm. That, that right there eliminates more than half the of my ability to cheat. And then I don't go above 35 pounds. Usually I'm just sitting at like 30-pound dumbbells, and I really focus on squeezing at the top and fighting the weight on the way down. But the way that I've been running it, uh, recently is just with a straight up failure drop set. So I'll run with the, the 30s or 35s until I can't do anymore. And then I drop down to the 20s 
and just do it till I can't do anymore with 100% of my focus being on, on the form and, and the squeeze at the top. And, uh, and I've, I've really liked it. It's one of those moments where, you know, I'm sore before I even leave the gym. Yeah. And that's, that, that's what I'm hunting nowadays, you know, because I, I mean, I get sore after workouts, but nothing like I used to. And if I get sore during my workout, that's when I know I'm doing something right. Yeah. Shoulder day is one of the days for me where I can really feel how hard I'm working right in the middle of, of my set doing it. And, and I don't need to, like you said, I don't need to throw on a ton of weight. Even for me, like if I grab the 15s to the twenties and I just plan on, let's just do this until I can't do it anymore. It's yeah. a, it's a completely different sore, uh, repping that out than it is repping anything else out, like with chest or back or anything. Yeah. Hitting your shoulders for a set of 20, the, the pain that's in the shoulder, it's the good pain. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not hurt pain. It's the good stuff. Right. But it's unlike anything else. I don't go for anything other than shooting towards that type of a pain on, on, on a shoulder day. I will say that uh, I think that the seated dumbbell shoulder press is, even above squats and deadlifts, the most alpha exercise you can do in the gym. Yeah, I think we had an episode where we talked about that. Because th- think about just the position you're in, right? You're 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 seated, yeah, but your your body's open, right? Your your chest is exposed, your your lats are out there, right? And you just you look big, and then you're going to take some heavy ass dumbbells and just push them up over your fucking head. Like when when you're grabbing dumbbells bigger than what what some people can dumbbell bench, yeah. that's, you know, how can you how can you argue anything else is more alpha than that? Yeah. So it's just, it's one of those things, the, the, the look of it, I guess. And just the, the potential for, uh, rubbernecking, I guess, from other people in the gym, yeah. you know, <laughs> is that what you're always going, your, your goal is, is to stop <laughs> everybody else in the gym and make them like, holy shit there. He's about to do that. Yep. 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 He did that. Holy, holy shit. Yeah. I actually, I, I was in there, uh, the other day doing shoulders and I grabbed the hundreds to, to dumbbell press and this th- big guy comes up to me and he's like, hey man, if you need a spot, just let me know. Like before I even picked it up and I looked at him, I was like, don't disrespect me like that. And then I went to rep it out and <laughs> and he understood at that point. But yeah, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, even, I've seen some big dudes, really big dudes, not be able to dumbbell press a lot of weight. I, I will admit that of all mo- motions in the gym, the pressing motion, whether it is on a bench, a uh, flat bench, barbell press, or a barbell overhead, dumbbell overhead, the pressing motion is by far the weakest motion that I have in the gym yeah. compared to all other things, whether it's uh, push, pull, or uh, or with legs. By far, my, my weakest point is the pushing motion. There's a lot of people like that. I've met a lot of people that can... I met people who can squat like 450 pounds, but can't bench press three plates. You know, it's yeah. like they just, it, some people are like that. I don't, I, I can't explain why I don't, I hate crediting me, things to genetics. But. Me neither, man. I can't yeah. figure it out. <laughs> but, um, to switch the topic a little bit, I know we talked legs last week, Yeah, but I'm always down for a good little, uh, little story. Little, okay. So yesterday I went to the gym on my own and, um, you know, I always do legs at least twice a week. Okay. Find that it's uh, one of those things. You, if if you want big legs, you're going to have to work it more than once every seven days. Yeah. So I always try to get legs in at least twice a week. And um, I went into the gym and and I went to a place I, I don't normally go to squat. And I had I didn't even plan on squatting. 
at all because the place I went, um, they have no knurling in the middle of the bar, and I just find it hard to really load the bar a lot. And and and, and that place too. I didn't have any chalk with me that's either chalk up the bar, chalk up the back of my shirt to really get it to stick in one spot. Yeah. I just don't like squatting very heavy there because there's it, it wants to slide down my back. Yeah. And so uh, my whole plan was to go in there and just kind of have an auxiliary leg day, right? Do some leg extensions, some leg curls, some squat or uh, some um, calf raises, some split squat, anything other than deadlift or squat yeah. to hit the legs. But being a creature of habit... I couldn't walk past the squat rack without going, fuck it. Let's I, do it. I, I can relate. I didn't even have, like, so I use a belt, too, when I go above two plates. Yeah. I didn't even have my belt with me. I was like, let's just go squat, man. Okay. So I go in there, and I'm and here, my plan was to not go above two plates because I didn't have my belt. I always wear the belt. I can do two plates with ease, but I just never do it without it. Yeah. Just for safety precaution. And, and and I like the feel of it and the amount of pressure I can build in the diaphragm yeah, for yeah. squatting, right? So I get in there and I, I do my warm-up and it's it's just feeling good. So I decided I want to keep trying it and I'm I don't have my belt, but who fucking cares? Let's see. Have you when's the last time you squatted a decent amount of rate a weight raw? Um, recently I did 315 with no belt, but I can't remember the last time I went past that. Without but what did, how did it feel? Uh, different. It, it, it was like, um, I don't know. I didn't feel, I, I felt like a piece of me was missing. Uh, so I kind of felt that too, but on another level, I feel like without the belt made me focus just that much more on breathing form and everything and so i ended up going up to 275 raw yeah. which is something i would never try to do yeah and it felt fucking amazing yeah it felt really good hmm. so i think that's something now that i'm going to try to incorporate in my leg day is not i'm not going to try to max out without a belt but at least getting the reminder of the feeling of what it's like to squat raw with no belt on to some yeah. point like you you have to you have to squeeze your core you have to fill your diaphragm get that pressure in there without the belt on and i think well, maybe it'll maybe it'll unlock something maybe it'll train me to you know switch it up a little bit but yeah. it was it felt good that's weird I, I i don't i can't say i had the same uh experience when i when i got yeah. under it but the la- i, I want to say that was the day that i i pulled my hamstring mm-hmm. that i did it without uh, a belt and uh, no, no, that was just a wacky, fucked up day, anyway. So yeah, I, 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 like I said, I was a little, I was definitely worked up. I didn't go, I didn't jump from two twenty five to two seventy five. Yeah, I worked my, I did two twenty five. I was like, you know what, that felt good. And to be honest, I looked at the uh, the people squatting next to me, the two dudes that are squatting next to me, um, and it was, look, they, they were trying. We'll yeah. just go with that. They were trying. But, uh, were they were they halfway trying? If you know what I mean. Uh, one of them was very much halfway trying. Okay. But it, it is what it is. We we had a whole episode about this, but I was like, I'm gonna go for more. Yeah. And I did it, and I was like, man, that that didn't that I I kind of worried a little not wearing the belt. Yeah. And then I just added more weight till I got to 275, and I did it for a couple reps, and I was like, holy shit, I can I can do this without it. And it, like, like I said, I it felt like it made me focus even more. Yeah. 
than them before to to work on it. So win win, at least to me, it seemed like I got squatting in and I was able to to kind of break through my I never touch anything two plates or more without a belt on. Yeah. So I liked it. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. Nice. So as we head out, don't forget to follow us over on Facebook at the official Man Cave Podcast, over on Twitter at the Man Cave 14. Check us out over on Instagram at the Man Cave Podcast. You can also check out all of our episodes over on YouTube. But like we said at the beginning, if you want that full no safe space, no bullshit experience, you have to check us out and subscribe to us over on Patreon right now. We just got done today filming the Salute the Troops, kind of like episode number two, but the past, uh, you know, the weekend episode was an actual video that yeah. uh, that is on Facebook. Go over and check it out. Right, all the money that we've been collecting over the past few months has went straight into these care packages. And that I must say, if I was over there and I got one of these, I'd be ecstatic. Yeah, I'd be pretty happy. It had beef jerky, had some bomb coffee in it, had some good Tabasco sauce. And you can't get it. Some barbecue sauce, some gum, some man cave swag, some nuts, some those protein bars that are in it. We, we, we're sending some good uh, MetRx protein bars in them. Yep. So it is the bomb. But it only happens because of you guys signing up over on Patreon, right? You got the three levels of a dollar, $5, and $20. And, and you still get everything that you would normally get with that Patreon level, whether it's going to be the access to the after the show show, the uh, coming on the show when you get to the alpha mail and the... Uh, the man card and all that stuff. You're still getting all that, but all that money, like we said, is going to the uh, Salute the Troops campaign. So head over there, sign up on Patreon, help us out. The more the more we get, the more we can send. We're not taking a, do- a dime of any of this money right now. It's straight going to the troops. And hey, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay with us. We'll see you next time on Muscle Mondays here in the Man Cave. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Any real man would follow us on Patreon for exclusive content and prizes at patreon.com slash the Man Cave podcast. The Man Cave. No safe spaces. No bullshit.